live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show. Where dad is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality and newly minted best-selling author, is my co-host today here on the air. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Just announcing today that Redefining Anxiety, John's first book, it's a Ramsey quick read, 84 pages or whatever, What define, what it, anxiety, what it is, what it's not, and how to get your life back. Redefining Anxiety um, is a... Um, as hit the bestseller list last week. So he is officially a best-selling author to add to his many accolades. Pretty cool. Um, it, it's very cool. Very surprising, but very cool. I actually thought uh, my boss, Jeremy, there was playing a Thanksgiving trick on me there. A Thanksgiving trick. Yeah, we're big known for Thanksgiving <laughs> tricks a thing. Who knew that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. The, the gang around here is pretty brutal, so they will mess with you. That's true. Mm-hmm. Open phones at 888-825-5225. John's in New London, Connecticut. Hey, John, how are you? I'm great. Thank you guys for taking my call. Sure. Um, I really appreciate it. Sure. What's up? Um, so my parents went through financial peace like two years ago, and you know I watched them like start conquering debt, and it was great. It was really cool. But I was 18 at the time, so you know I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just uh, just about 21, and um, I really wish I had paid attention because I was um, I was deployed in 2019. I actually joined the National Guard right out of high school, and that was great. You know, but you know I was living like impulsively and just buying things and stuff like that. But anyway. So I'm at UConn now, tuition-free, with a veteran's waiver. And I have access to the post-9-11 GI Bill on top of that tuition waiver. And I guess what I'm wondering is what you guys think of this, because I'm thinking about using this benefit and taking that money now and saving it and investing it, because it's better to start earlier than later, and I'm trying to get my foot in the door with that, or I can save it and transfer it to my kids. So I just wanted to see what you guys thought on this situation. I'd save it and transfer it to your kids. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you run the risk of the, um, which I think is a slight risk. I hope it's a slight risk of the, uh, of Congress at some point changing the GI Bill, right, and mm-hmm. taking that away from you. But I, I can think of um, nothing that might be worse politically for them than doing that. So, oh man! Yeah, pick on the veterans. You <laughs> There's morons. other places yeah. they can. But yeah, that that would be a bad idea. So, thank you for your service. Yeah. And uh, of course, I, I, I don't. I I just I every time I try to quote take advantage of a loophole unquote um, it comes back to bite me, and that's kind of how this feels. You don't need the money; it's laying there right. for your kids. Right. Uh, you're not. You don't have any kids. I take it. No, no. Okay. But I, I mean, have a girlfriend, but we're not yeah, there yet. <laughs> yeah, Some, someday when you're married and have kids, that'll be there, and yeah. that will enter into your long-term financial planning and will enable you. If you don't have to save as much for your kid's college because that's laying there, you know, you'll be able to use that money at that time out of your income to build more wealth. But, um, right, and it's, it is transferable, so I can put it to more than one kid. You know, if I have got two, I can do it's a certain number of months I can allot to either. The, the so, piece I mean, you will have – yeah, the peace you will have raising kids, knowing that that's taken care of, is I don't even know if you can put you can't put a dollar amount on it, but I don't know that you can put a true dollar amount on 
knowing when you hold that kid and know that part's taken care of, um, that'd be such a gift. Yeah, yeah. And I just, um, you know, you pull that out, use it, put it in an investment, something goes sideways, you end up buying a bass boat with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff happens. And so I like the idea of it just sitting there waiting for its proper use, uh, which is education, not investments. Um, when I, when I'm using the wrong tool for the wrong job, it always throws me off. And, uh, cause you know, if you're literally doing that, you'll bust your knuckles <laughs> right? <laughs> and you come, you know, that thing will slip off and you'll hit your hand. Um, so, and in the financial world, it's not a lot different. So, uh, I, you know, sometimes people say, well, you can use a Roth IRA for your, uh, kid's college. I'm like, nah, you can, but. That's the wrong tool for the job. Gotcha. It's a bad idea. It's the same kind of category for me. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I, no, I would not do that. Hope that helps. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jenna is in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Hi, Jenna. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How can we help? Good. Say, um, I am calling today on a question, should we pay off debt or should we hold tight? We've got $19,000 in savings and 33000 in debt. However, my husband lost his job due to a medical condition, um, and we are still sorting through doctor's bills and doctor's visits to figure out what is going on with him and get a diagnosis. Um, so kind of in limbo, and would like some advice to what we should do. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's wrong with him? They are thinking of muscular dystrophy, but um, haven't got a confirmed diagnosis. Ouch. How old is he? Yeah. Uh, 28. Okay. No, you are not working the baby steps. Okay. Period. The only thing you're going to do is on a budget, and your job is pile up cash. Okay. Um, a hurricane has hit your house, and you put the plywood on the windows, and you batten up for the storm, and you put the canned goods aside and the bottled water in the generator, right? In other words, you're, you're in the middle of an emergency and you need piles of cash. That is your survival. And so you don't pay any extra on debt. You don't pay any extra on anything. You don't spend any money anywhere. You pile up cash till you get this solved. Because we don't know how much it's going to take. We don't know how long it's going to be before he goes back to work. And we don't know what the diagnosis is going to be and how expensive it's going to be and what the prognosis of the diagnosis is, right? Right. Yeah, so let me just tell you, you have if you got a little bit of debt and you have piles and piles of cash, you got a little peace while you work through this storm. Now, when the storm's over, he's back to work, and you figured out what this is, and you find out it's X, Y, or Z, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. Then, and you're able to start your life again. That means the storm's gone by, right? Yep. That makes sense. Jenna, do you have do you have some people that are walking alongside you during this process? Yeah, we definitely do. We have a very supportive family, so we are very thankful for that. I'm talking about you You, you switch pronouns on me. You guys together do. I'm talking about you, Jenna. Do you have yes, somebody you can reach out to at 2 a.m. and say this sucks and it's not fair and I hate this? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I want you to promise us that you will continue to stay plugged in with other people as you walk alongside your husband during this journey. I promise I will continue to do that. Yeah, awesome. If your if your friend was in trouble and you called them and and they called you and said I just need to talk, uh, you you would be um, blessed by that. Yes. 
So you're on the other side of that right now. Bless someone by letting them walk with you, okay? Okay. God bless you, kiddo. You call us if we can help. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey folks, it's Ken Coleman. I love my Burst Sonic toothbrush. Studies show that smiling improves your physical and emotional health and makes you more likable. The soft charcoal bristles powerfully remove plaque and will make your teeth whiter, your smile brighter, and your impressions better. And Burst Smart and Affordable Replacement Head Subscription is just $6 every 90 days. So visit BurstOralCare.com and check out the incredible deals in their Black Friday sale. That's BurstOralCare.com. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, best-selling author of the book Redefining Anxiety, is my co-host today here on the air. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Samantha is with us in Austin, Texas. Hi, Samantha. How are you? Better than I deserve. (laughs) Good. How can we help? Um, So I'm a first-year teacher. I started in January, and I got six weeks before this pandemic struck. Um, but I'm actually doing quite well myself um, with finances. I was able to find a place and everything settled down. I don't have any student debt. I own my car and I have like $35,000 that I'm not sure what to do with. Um, Look at you. And yeah, I get about like $1,000 a month in my increased paycheck. Um, Some they prorated it back when I started in January. So I'm living below my income needs and so i was just wondering if i should do something with a 403d deferred tax option my dad suggested stacking cds mutual funds um what would be the best thing to do for someone that's 22 years old way to go wow so you you grew up in a household where they taught you how to do this huh i listened to you as a kid from my dad oh financial peace baby okay very good well i'm honored I'm so proud of you. Well done. I love meeting 22-year-olds who are so unlike me when I was 22. <laughs> Samantha, you just, you're making my heart just swell. Way to go. You're saying she's wise. I'm saying that sometimes sometimes in these current times, it's easy to get down on the world my kid's inheriting. And when I know there's Samantha's running around out there, we're going to be all right. Amen. Good for you, Samantha. Amen. You're a rock star, kiddo. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. Well, we teach a thing called the baby steps that you have heard of, and I'm going to walk you right yeah. through that. I mean, you've got your emergency fund out of that 35000 that you set aside in a money market account, and that's three to six oh, that's months. That's not including the emergency fund. Who oh, are you, Samantha? I don't even know this girl. Who is this woman? I don't know. Who is this woman? All right, and so you, now you take the 35000 and you I'm going to earmark it for a future down payment on a home, and then I'm going to take 15% of your income and start investing that in 403B, 401K, or Roth IRAs, or some combination thereof in good mutual funds that have a long track record. First, uh, does your 403B have a match? Uh, it does not have a match, and that's why I haven't 
started it. Good. I was thinking you have maybe a, I should the, do a Roth IRA through my bank yep. instead. No, you should go to SmartVestor Pro and get your Roth IRA because banks are sucky at investments. And so we want good investments, and you want to go into good mutual funds for your Roth IRA. And uh, what are you making a year? Uh, they just upped it to fifty. Okay, so we need to do seventy five hundred. So you can do six thousand in your Roth. Okay, so that that's easy. And then you could put like a hundred bucks a month in your four hundred three b if you want to in some good mutual funds, or two hundred bucks or whatever. Um, and then just do your Roth IRA, and that'll get you there. That'll that'll have you where you need to be as far as fifteen percent of your income. Above that, I'm going to continue. If you want to save even more, I'm going to just continue to add to the thirty five thousand as the down payment uh, fund for your future home. Um, I'm going to guess and say it might be three years for you buy a house. And given that, I might I've put thought that. thought about it. Yeah, I might put that fund. The Austin area is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. I might put that in in a mutual fund with your uh, SmartVestor Pro as well. So go to DaveRamsey.com, click SmartVestor, and it will drop down a list of the SmartVestor Pros in your area, the people with the heart of a teacher. And believe me, they will be as excited to meet you, Samantha, as John and I have been because you're you're just you're inspiring, you're, you're amazing for 22 years old. So sit down with them; they'll help you get a Roth IRA started. Maybe even take your 403b options. They'll help you pick some of those. You'll have to go back to your school system to actually do the investment. And then, in addition to that, they can help you place that 35,000 in a mutual fund or funds to grow it for the next three years or four years for a house fund, and um, that's a good way to do that. And, yeah, they'll help you do that in a way that doesn't eat you up with commissions and also allows you to, um, you know, invest in something with low turnover so that you don't have a bunch of taxes on it or anything. Wow, you have got an amazing head start. If you keep on this track and you don't marry an idiot, you're going to, I mean, you will... If you don't screw it up by doing that, right? I mean, you're going to be worth tens of millions of dollars. Uh, she'll be a millionaire before she blinks. Yeah. 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 And everybody listening to this, you can do it. You can grow a Samantha. You can do it. It's possible. You can. All your children do not have to misbehave. No. <laughs> you can grow a Samantha. It's possible. I've done it. i got three of them. You've got three Samanthas. I do. And I've got two Samanthas in training. One it. of them's a long way. <laughs> one of them I can see it happening, and one of them... Well, the interesting was the the problem child became a Ramsey personality. Oh. So. <laughs> strong will personality, big spender. That's right. Yeah. We wrote books about her spending habits, and now she writes books about her spending habits and sells millions of them. <laughs> you know, so go figure. But, yeah, it's uh, she's authentic, I think they say. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it is. So there you go. But, I mean, that's you can do it. You can do it. And kudos. Hats off to Dad and Mom, Mom there. Mom and Dad. High five to them, too. You want to change your family tree? You cannot make enough money or invest enough money or build enough net worth to change your family tree if you don't teach the next generation to handle it. And they are watching, Everything, not listening. Not what you say, what you do. More is caught than taught, Rachel Cruz says. Much, do, much to her credit. How do you act? At Thanksgiving, how do you act at Christmas? How do you spend? How do you talk about gifts that you are happy about, not happy about? They're absorbing all of it, and that's yeah. the person they're becoming. Yeah, you can you can give a long speech and one eye roll can Done. blow it off. Done. That's right. That's it. Michael is with us in San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Michael, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hi, John. It's a pleasure to talk to you both. I'm a big fan. Thanks. How can we help? 
Yeah, so um, I have a lot of stuff upcoming in my life in 2021. I'm getting married in January. Yay! Um, and, yeah... Uh, yeah, doing that. And, uh, you don't sound real happy, Michael. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just really nervous. Talking All right, to you guys. that's okay. You get one of those. It's okay. We won't tell her. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, uh, I'm doing that. Getting married. Uh, she's bringing in about two hundred thousand dollars in student debt, um, and she'll be graduating the year after. So I'm just trying to get a sense of how should I plan for all those new responsibilities, and at the same time, I'm cash-flowing a master's. Run! Run! (laughs) Just kidding. Don't do that. No, shut up, John. (laughs) Is she going to be a surgeon? She is a doctorate in physical therapy. For 200K? Well, 160 to 200, you know, it's a little bit of a living expenses. It's a private institution. Yeah, you think. For for PT. (laughs) To make 80 grand. Right. Mm. Okay, what is your master's in? What's your master's in? Real estate finance. Why do you need a master's in real estate finance? What is that? I'm hoping it'll help me uh, along the road. Which road? Go sell houses. What road? Uh, (laughs) I want to sell buildings instead. You want to do commercial real estate? Yes, I'm currently an analyst in a firm right now. Okay. Being paid to learn, essentially. Okay. All right. Well, that does make sense, then. Yeah. Um, my degree was in real estate specialization in finance, so I didn't do a master's, but I did. Yeah, I just and okay. So, um, <laughs> what do you make? I make twenty three. You're an analyst in a commercial real estate firm. You make twenty three thousand dollars. I said, yeah, pay to learn, uh, and essentially twelve to sixteen months. I, I switch over to the brokerage side. That's a little bitty spoon to dig out that big old hole y'all are in. Well, that's why I'm calling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what, what you've got to do is we, we have to work on what's called the shovel-to-hole ratio. The shovel is your income. The hole you're in is 200 k And the two of you together start planning how you're going to make enough money to pay this off. And the more money you make, obviously, the faster you're going to pay it off. And I'm sorry, Michael, but that's the system. That's how it works. So I can't predict your income as a commercial broker in this world particularly. Um, Yeah, this is scary. It's scary. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, best-selling author, Redefining Anxiety, is my co-host today. Michael, going into the break from San Antonio, is getting married in January. His fiance is $200,000 in debt for a Ph.D. in physical therapy. Uh, PTs typically make about eighty grand. He's working for a commercial real estate company making twenty three. And uh, when he finishes his master's in real estate finance, we'll move into brokerage. He's wanting to know, figure out how to pay off the $200,000 in student loan debt as they get married, and that's how we left him at the break. Does that sound right, Michael? Did I get all that correctly? That sums it up. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go back. I want to dig down a little bit deeper into the actual steps and what you guys should do and shouldn't do. How old are you two? Uh, we're 23. Okay, and when does she finish school? 
May 2022. So she's got a year and a half left. Right. The clinicals is the last year. Okay. Um, I'm unfamiliar with PT clinicals in the sense that does she get paid? No, she does not. Does she pay for that? Uh, living expenses. Okay. Well, we got that covered. You're married. And so, mm-hmm. okay. And you're making 23000 for how much longer? Um, I want to say about eight to nine more months. Okay. Then it'll be commission only. And then you'll be straight commission commercial real estate broker. Yes. When will your master's be completed? Uh, May 2022 as well. And you're cash flowing that how? Uh, I'm with this money that I make. We're living at home with my parents. And you plan to do that ongoing after you're married? It's not ideal, uh, but that's just how it happens. Okay. All right. Because here's what I hear in the math, mm-hmm. and I, 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 um, that's disturbing. You're going to have mm-hmm. zero income for approximately the next two years. Within, I mean, you're going to have 23000 until you start your full-time brokerage, and then you're going to make nothing until you sell a piece of commercial real estate. And commercial real estate, I've been in real estate my whole life, is not rabbit hunting. It's elephant hunting. There right. aren't many of them, and when you kill one, you eat well, but it takes a while, and you better have your bullet in your gun when you get there. So um, 23 years old to close a $10 million property, uh, 24 years old, uh, is it can be done. I did it at that age, but um, but it's 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 hard. Mm-hmm. It's a very very hard track you put yourself on, um, and you know if you if the market booms in San Antonio, Texas, and you're able to move three or four pieces of property by the time you're twenty five or twenty six, she lands an eighty thousand dollar position. You guys can begin working your way through this, but I hear two or three years of almost no income. Mm-hmm. That's just not cool. I think we need a different plan. And living with your parents, trying to keep a new marriage stable, trying to pay off. Right. Would you say one hundred and sixty grand in student loan debt for her? Well, it doesn't kick in for eighteen more months until she gets out. Right. It's just a big number, and it's you know I'm looking but, at it in the future. Well, yeah. What I'm looking at, man, is two years living with mom and dad, two years of. You're going to figure out a way to go from making $23,000 a year, getting a master's, and making less. And then you're going to be two years into living at home, two years into a new marriage, two years into not making any money, two years into her finishing grinding out clinicals, which is a tough – medical clinicals are hard, man. They take a Mm -hmm. lot of your heart, mind, and soul. You are just adding stressor on top of stressor on top of stressor, and – for this fragile new marriage living at your parents' house for 24 months, 36 months, man, that's a tough way to get shot out of the cannon. Let's pretend there's not $200,000 in student loan debt, okay? Okay. What you're prescribing or what you've lined up with almost no income for 24 months and living in your parents' house in your first year while she's doing clinicals in your first year of marriage, there's a lot of stress there, a lot. There's like five Mm -hmm. layers before we get to the student loans. And it's all related right. to a lack. It's all related to a lack of income. And so I'm not sure you're going to be able to stay on the track. You're going to be able to stay on and keep your young family and your marriage ha- healthy, emotionally, uh, because you're going to be doing it with almost no income. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in somebody else's rules, right? 
I mean, right. I, I, you talk to the brokers in your in your. Uh, who are you working for? What which which company? Cushman Wakefield. No, we're out of Austin Equitable Commercial Realty. It's a it's a small firm, uh, but we primarily do office leases. So it's not just you know building sales. It's yeah. primarily leases. Yeah, uh, which is a little a little quicker than full building sales, but you know you still got to work it out. Plus or minus pandemic, right? Right. <laughs> two years from now, after two years of zooming under our belts, it's going to be a very interesting proposition, brother. On office space, um, you know, and leasing. Yeah, leasing. You can close a lease and and you can start getting some money in if that's where you're making most of your money. Anyway, I would sit and talk to your broker and say, in the current environment, with this line, mm. product line. When do you see me actually making money when I go to brokerage? Don't hype my butt. Tell me what the typical guy in here does, and I'm 24 years old at this point trying to do this. Can I do it? Now, hey, man, I was selling real estate at your age residential while I was in school. I was younger than you at 20, 21, and interest rates went to 17%. The market was impossible, and I still sold some houses, but it's just because I worked all the time. And I out, you know, right. I, I sold houses in spite of the fact that I was 21 years old with a Magnum PI mustache wearing a disco suit, you know, and people <laughs> still bought houses from me, right? Because all I did was just outwork my youth, outwork my stupidity, outwork my ignorance. You're way sharper than I was then, uh, but I kind of had the same dream. That's why I wanted to talk to you a little bit further because I wanted to be a commercial real estate guy. That's what I wanted to be. And first mm-hmm. job out of school was I did syndication deals, which they don't do anymore, but. So I, I, I'm, I'm worried about your lack of income. If you can get more comfortable with your income, as soon as she kicks in, let, let's say you start making 100 A guy doing what you're talking about doing in a normal economy, after a little bit of time to build up some credibility and build up a pipeline, you can make 100 a year doing what you're talking about. You could make 200 a year doing what you're talking about. She's gonna, she should make in the 80 range. And so if you're making 100 to to $200,000 a year, you can pay off $200,000 in student loan debt. Student loan is bad. It's horrible. But I, it doesn't scare me for you guys like this thing where you make zero money. So you need to sit down and talk to your broker and get some realistic expectations and then start figuring out is there a side job or is the is the brokerage thing a side job while I get uh, while I feed my new wife and we get a household? Because I got to tell you, she's going to be living with her mother-in-law while she's doing medical clinicals. I I don't care how great a woman your mom is. That's a hard that's a hard mm-hmm. prescription. That's a tough one. It's a real and tough in ninety percent of the households, it's beyond tough. Right. Uh, you know, occasionally you have the. I've got a friend who's mother-in-law is her idol mm. but you know how unusual that is you know so uh um and it may be that you put your your commercial real estate dream on hold a little, and get a little a th- bit to feed your young 30 family. or forty thousand dollar a year job get an apartment and y'all grind it out she's got a year and a half left and then when she that's starts a, making money it's not a bad idea then you I go mean, get, if that's still what you want to do right yeah um or go get your license and start selling uh, residential real estate for a couple of years until you can, and you you won't lose anything by that. No, you can make your move, and you you got a better shot of selling houses. Um, you know, uh, but it can be done. It can be done. I mean, I would. I, you're just you, man. You're just stacking the deck against your new marriage. You're yeah. stacking the deck against your. I'm just trying to think the cus from a customer experience standpoint. I, I, I we've leased offices. Winston, yeah, my son-in-law. It, you know, we're the customer. And so would we sit down with a 24-year-old and do a lease deal? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as he knew his stuff. Right. I'm not going to hold his age against him, but you better know your dadgum stuff or you're going to get filleted. But I also would want to know, does the, the folks in his firm, if, if Dave Ramsey calls and says, I want to do an office a deal, are they going to let the 24-year-old go run out and do that? Or are they going to put you, keep rolling you back to the bottom of that pile? There? That's a good point. Good when point. You, you were on your own, Dave. When you work for a firm... That's true. First in gets the, the, the stuff that falls to the Michael, floor. Michael, please study the income side of this equation and the housing side of this equation and try to lower the number of stressors. As long as you guys get your incomes moving by 25 years old, I think you're going to be able to handle the 200000 maybe easier than some of the other stuff. That's what's scaring me for you, young man. And um, we, 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 we want nothing but good things for you, I can tell you that. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. do their debt-free screams, I always ask them what the key was to making this happen, and they almost always say how you get out of debt, the budget. Well, that's because a budget puts you in control of every dollar you bring in every month. You tell it where to go instead of wondering where it went. When you start a Ramsey Plus membership, you'll follow a step-by-step plan where you budget. You learn how to manage money the right way, and you get fired up as you make progress on your debt-free wealth building journey that's why we include every dollar the best budgeting tool in the world in your ramsey plus membership you get custom reports on your spending habits and you'll connect straight to your bank so your transactions show up right in your budget instantly and you can try it all free with a free trial to ramsey plus do not wait another day to feel in control of your money Start a free trial of Ramsey Plus. Just text the word BEGIN to 33789. That's BEGIN to 33789. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. John, we have a ton of millions of young people 18 to 25 years old now tuning into this program with YouTube and some of the other technologies we're using to deliver the program. Um, It's become wildly popular in that age group. Half the calls I get these days are from 25 years old and under. Hmm. Um, And regardless of your age, whether you're of that age group or you're 35 or you're 45, we have a tendency... I do it too. Um, to overload our lives. Hmm. That guy in the last call, he had a lot of stressors. You were pointing out, and you know, any one of those things would have been a tough thing. But when you start tack- stacking things five deep, and they were all a choice. Hmm. Um, the correlation between that and uh, damage to your personal self, damage to your finances, damage to your career, damage to your relationships is really, really high. And it, it, it's um, kind of a Superman syndrome. 
um, my wife, um, she, she'll she say, uh, you don't need to do that. That's Jesus's job. Hmm. Stop being the Messiah. Hmm. You can't you can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. You can't do all this. You're stacking this too thick. That's Jesus's job. Only he can do that. You got you're taking responsibility for things you can't fix. You're taking responsibility for too many things you can fix. And it's getting too thick and the uh the camel's back is going to pop with one more straw. There there seems to be a um a busyness an efficiency uh, maybe it's maybe it's the iPhone culture well we have we have a cultural pathology if you will like a a, a a psychological issue which is you solve things by adding to you solve things by getting another planner going to get more candles mm. having a warm bath yoga and we never think that i can solve things by taking things away mm. by stopping things mm. that's number 1 number 2 we have a cultural addiction to busyness that mm-hmm. is our bread and butter, right? If you do heroin, you do cocaine, they'll put you in a rehab program or put you in jail. If you are addicted to busyness, and it's the same chemicals, addicted to busyness, we'll give you a million dollars, we'll give you a doctorate degree, we will applaud you. It, you're, we're running from the same stuff. We're trying to prove that we're worth something by achieving. We're trying to, trying to prove something by how much we can get done and show, show, show. And, man, I, Dave, whenever I find myself stacking things on top, on top, on top, usually I've got a friend or two that will call me and say, I don't know what you're running from, brother, but you got to stop and take inventory. Well, that was kind of our well, – we, we were the friend for that last guy. Mm-hmm. said there's too much stacked here. Hey, there's too, what are you doing? And he's trying to solve this problem by doing this and then trying to solve that one by doing that. And suddenly – He's a couple hundred thousand dollars in the hole, making zero money, living in his parents' house, and indefinitely, right? Right, and it doesn't. The math doesn't add up. The psychological and spiritual math and the the calculator math, none of it adds up. And you just gotta sometimes start from ground zero. But it, I, some of it does come from uh, even a generation before mine, and I'm old. Yeah, it just took longer to solve problems. Which provided for space and wisdom. And margin. And margin, right. But now, if you want anything, you pick up this little square thing with a glass on the front, and you tap it three times, and stuff shows up at your door. Right. Like freaking Santa Claus is alive 24-7. That's I exactly mean, right. Donner and Blitzen work all the time. <laughs> all the time. We name him Jeff and Bezos, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just, yeah. Uh, and, and now it's not good enough that it comes in two days. It has to come same day. Right. You know, and the, our efficiency, our productivity has gone through the roof, and our peace has not increased. It's, it's In fact, it's decreased, it's not in, right? It, you know, you would think that if you got better at stuff, it, it was easier to do things, that you could chill a little bit, and your peace would increase. Um, and if you don't leave that emotional margin, your adrenal glands get burned and fried, and other stuff starts to fall apart, and, and you really can't function. That's when you get into the... Diseases of despair, right? The organ disease um, failures and the suicides and the addictions. We're living, we've got more than we've ever had, and we are living shorter, harder lives because we just stay constantly revved. We put our foot on that gas, Dave, and we never take it off. And sometimes he may, this young man that we just talked to, he may find himself in the exact same position. But when I feel like I'm on a house of cards and it's teetering off, it's best to stop, get somebody I trust, in this case his fiance. Go sit somewhere and just start from the floor up and say, what do we have to do? This is that second or third call today we've had where people feel trapped in this either-or decision, 
And none of the and, the, and neither decision was good. No, and neither decision is an either or, right? Yeah. And we just shove ourselves into these boxes. These are not that are multiple choice. No, it's not. Um, it's not filling out an, a registration for a new app. Absolutely. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, in other words, if you're making decisions, number one, you need to leave yourself some margin, some wiggle room, emotionally, spiritually, financially, relationally. Or you're going to negatively impact the other things enough that it offsets any positive you did with the decision. And you have to be prepared. When you have margin, Dave, it's hard to be by yourself. It is hard to be. I spent a few days out in the woods by myself this past week over Thanksgiving. Man, I got bored. I got uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. hadn't. I had time to think thoughts I hadn't thought in a long time. I had time to write stuff down. I mean, it was uncomfortable, right? you got to practice being by yourself. Um, but... Yeah, I don't even have to practice that as much. I just need to practice not trying to solve all the problems in 20 minutes. That's right. Not trying to stack it so layered that there is just every ounce is squeezed out because... Um, One flat tire and the whole the whole shebang goes out, yeah. right? Yeah, the, the, there's too much wood on the truck. I mean, when I used to cut wood... Uh, so firewood when I was in college, we fill that truck up and it'd be like, you know, the, the front <laughs> right tires the are almost wheels, coming right. off the ground. The thing's just dragging on the tires and, you know, we've completely filled it up. But I mean, you know, you got the shocks are strained, the tires are strained, the engine is strained, the the bed itself is strained, the cattle gates on the side holding the wood in were strained, everything. One of those variables blows. The whole thing is going to look like a cartoon. Instead of just making two trips. Yeah. Right, just make two trips. I tell my little boy that all the time. Well, I, and then and now I got to go to the car in a few minutes, and I should take two trips with all the crap I got to carry the car. Instead, I'm going to have to pile it all up. I'll be dropping <laughs> stuff on the way to the car. It's the same thing. Right, it's the same thing. And my point of bringing this up is not him, not the caller, because he's not doing anything wrong. He's a sharp young guy. Yeah, and they're going to do fine. They'll be all right. But the point is that we can all take a lesson from that. People who become wealthy are always the tortoise. They're never the hare. Mm. They leave room for the plod along rather than the rush. The tortoise always wins. Every time I read the book. Ugly little sucker. (laughs) Every time. Every time. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. This is James Childs, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. Once again, you made The Dave Ramsey Show one of the top four most popular podcasts last year. To get your daily dose of motivation and inspiration from The Ramsey Network, subscribe or follow today wherever you listen to podcasts. Money isn't the only thing we talk about around here. Get life-changing advice on your career from my good friend and career expert, Ken Coleman on the Ken Coleman Show. According to a recent Gallup poll, nearly 70% of Americans are disengaged at work. If you dread going into work every Monday morning and you're just trying to make it to the weekend, the Ken Coleman Show is for you. Everyone has a sweet spot. Your sweet spot is at the intersection of your greatest talent and greatest passion. We will help you discover what it is you were born to do and then we'll help you create a plan to make your dream job a reality. You matter, and you have what it takes. Join the conversation on The Ken Coleman Show. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including The Ken Coleman Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.